there are shows in this world that we will never fully understand understand except ghost adventures we have watched every episode to build our obsession our fandom watching alongside each other because no one we know really gives a damn gives a damn Watching Zack and crew catch groundbreaking proof of the paranormal, inspiring us to explore our own interest in otherworldly phenomena. This is our podcast. We are Paranormal Quintas. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up, what up, everybody? <laughs> it's Bethany. And I'm Leah. And today we are going to talk about the Edinburgh Vaults. So this is our first episode outside of the States. The guys go and visit Scotland, um, which is where Edinburgh is. (laughs) (laughs) We are masters of geography on this show. So the Edinburgh Vaults are under the South Bridge, I believe. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) And there are vaults (laughs) underground (laughs) that need to be investigated. Uh, I think Leah's got a little bit more she can articulate for us. (laughs) I'm going to do my best here. Uh, So, yes. um, Now, the first 30 years of these vaults, they were used for like taverns, I believe. People would go gamble, maybe some prostitution. Maybe I could be wrong. (laughs) Wait, I thought that I thought that um, they were used as like storage. Like, oh yes like first it was like they were used for storage for merchants that were on the bridge on the upper level right and then it wasn't until i don't know what those happened. merchants got pushed out yeah the merchants left i don't know it became the slums and yeah. it, they were just too good for it <laughs> and that's when it came, became um a place for the less desirables yeah of the society. undesirables yes yeah. yeah, so um so yeah bethany is right in checking me there um but the stuff doesn't happen until you know the prostitutes and the criminals show up so let's just get right to the meat right was excited uh, i'm for just it. i'm too excited let's get to the juice um so we have these people living in the vaults um of course given their occupation and what they do there's a lot of um a lot of negative things happening down there now it was also mentioned after the irish famine of 1840 that a lot of Irish people uh, migrated and, and lived in the vaults. Uh, side note, because this is a moment in the episode, and Zach goes, like, the, uh, the Irish potatoes. <laughs> the, <laughs> the potato famine. The potato famine. And the guy's like, yeah. Yeah, it does. is like, like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah uh-huh. No moving along. <laughs> it was crazy to me to think about this, though, because these vaults were just made for storage. And they're kind of cool looking, but... To think about being in such a, a place where you're like so poor and in need that you're literally living in like a little storage unit, man, that sucks. And yeah, like, no, I don't know. No wonder so much like criminal activity happened there. Like you need to make that money. Do yeah. it. <laughs> Gamble, yeah. prostitute, do what you got to do. And, and a part of that do what you got to do was actually hiding uh, dead bodies in the vaults. <laughs> so body snatchers would apparently take bodies from the graveyard for some random reason, storm in the vaults <laughs> and then take them and sell them at medical schools um, for studies. But that was also some of the activity that happened in the vaults. And 
uh, if we talk things paranormal, that could leave, you know, imprints in, in the vaults, you know, these dead bodies being stored down there uh, yeah. just to be sold later. Yeah. Um, I think me and Leah talked about this earlier. We had to rewind this episode because I was like, wait, wait, wait. Where are they getting the cadavers? <laughs> Where are they digging them up again? There's like a cemetery close by. And then, you know, then you have the vaults and then there's also the medical school. But I was kind of wondering, why do they bring the bodies to the vaults? <laughs> like, they, they said that they stored them there at night. And then when nightfall would fall, they would take the bodies to be sold at the medical school. But I'm like, wait, aren't you digging up the bodies at night? <laughs> like, or are you digging up the bodies in the day? They don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. But then if you don't give a fuck, then just walk over to the medical school. Either way. Why are they being stored there? How long are they being stored there? I'm very confused. Either way, legend has it, they were stored there. <laughs> and like Leah said, that could leave some imprints. Oh, for sure. I think uh, some key takeaways in regards to the vaults and some of the interviews uh, that are done before the investigation really highlight some activity involving a young child spirit by the name of Jack. He apparently, according to a psychic that was down there, can possibly be associated to a missing persons case uh, dating back to 1810. Um, and it's rumored that within the vault you're walking through or in certain moments of the vault, you can actually feel a child's hand uh, hold yours. And so people just automatically assume it's Jack instead of a demon, which I would assume <laughs> a little child's <laughs> holding my hand. But um, and then we have uh, a young lady. They don't have a name for her. She's described as young 20s uh, dressed in all black and according to another psychic investigation she claims to have lost her child but nobody knows how she lost her child uh, and it goes they go on to say that pregnant women uh, go into the vaults and experience either extreme sickness or they feel really uncomfortable especially in this area uh, that they call the cobbler's room uh, it's because it's associated with this woman who apparently lost her child. And I think the main ghost of the investigation is Mr. Boots. Mr. Boots. Clickety clank. Mr. Boots walking around the place <laughs> in his big old boots. Um, he's rumored. Scooting. <laughs> he's mentioned to be a slum landlord. Um, and Ray, who's one of the uh, interviewers that Zach is talking to, they're talking in a graveyard and Ray's like, oh, he's evil and he likes to shout two words and it's get out <laughs> get out get out <laughs> and i love that scene in the episode because zach's like whoa ray you're scaring me <laughs> yeah he really did get scared though edinburgh has some really good storytellers like all of them get super into it oh yeah definitely so it's really cool they're they're having that interview but that's kind of uh, what we really focus on within the investigation and what we picked up in the interviews. Uh, and then, of course, um, Gray Friars uh, Cemetery being the most haunted cemetery in the world. Yeah, there there was some kind of legend or something about like why that area was like cursed. And it was like because some lady who was supposed to christen the South Bridge or whatever died before doing it. So they like put her body 
in the river, right? Yeah. Yeah. They- so it was uh, apparently seven days before they were going to christen the bridge and she was going to come out and do her thing and everybody was going to be happy. She dies. So they think, oh, okay, well, let's just go ahead, put her in a casket, throw her over the river. And that should be <laughs> just as good. <laughs> Turns out, cursed the whole fucking town. <laughs> Why would you do that? Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah, but that, yeah, that's, I don't get it. But they did that. And that apparently <laughs> and now this place is super haunted. <laughs> according and, and according to one uh interviewer who I have to bring up, Chris, and I wish oh, I had his last name, Chris. I he have was to like talk a about Kira or something. Yeah. <laughs> anime. <laughs> he had a total anime. A he walked right out of Zion, like he looked like he had on his Matrix gear, and he was like, Oh yeah, man, the the cemetery is super haunted. I don't I don't recommend you go there. And he had like hair in his face and his lip pierced. And he's just like ultimate matrix gothy looking kid uh, in the streets of Scotland, just <laughs> hyping up Zach. And uh, and that's what kind of pushes them and other towns, folk telling them to go visit the cemetery with the um, a poltergeist. Oh, gosh. What was his name? A Mackenzie. George Mackenzie poltergeist is what comes up. And <laughs> is that his legal name? Yeah. George Mackenzie. George Mackenzie. Poltergeist. <laughs> no, George Mackenzie poltergeist. <laughs> his legal name <laughs> so they go to the graveyard find this guy's stone and uh and they have a good time that's the the cemetery that's where they went to that place where they said some dude broke in and went down mm-hmm. in multiple flights underground <laughs> <laughs> on top of old skin and bones yeah yeah, yeah it was a good time <laughs> so that uh kind of sums up what the guys do uh pre-investigation and kind of the hype that they build with going into the vault. So we have this history. Um, and then we take our lockdown to the vaults. Yeah. <laughs> For a full 12 hours. <laughs> Zach really stresses in this one. Because he like kind of challenges Mr. Boots. <laughs> and he's like, we're going to be down here. For twelve hours, <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, that does not sound fun to me. Like it's got to be hot and damp and stinky down there. Yeah, man, and I don't see them drink water once, dude. Right? Like hydrate oh in them. Oh my god, I was that just put in my brain. Do they take breaks? Do they eat lunch down there? <laughs> like, <laughs> where do they take a piss and shit? Like, what yeah. happens in these twelve hours? You don't pee or you drink. Just like or- get a Cliff Bar and go it a day. <laughs> Damn, after all these years, I never <laughs> thought about that. I'm like really mind blown right now. Insert like, mind blown emoji. That's Bethany's <laughs> face right now. <laughs> I'm seriously like, did he have a sandwich down there with like Mr. Boots? How does he keep his energy levels up? Oh, Zach. <laughs> it's just pure adrenaline, <laughs> pure energy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> anyways Um, well i mean because we started talking about how he challenges mr boots do you want to get into some honorable haunts and stuff Ooh, yeah it's about that time let's do it honorable haunts and skimpy scales i love it (laughs) let's talk some skimpy scales there was that moment um like i said where zach kind of challenges mr boot so zach is like challenging well i i don't know at first i didn't see it as a challenge yeah because he was just down there in the mr boots vault (laughs) (laughs) and he was like we're gonna be down here for 12 hours do whatever you want to us (laughs) you know what i mean like he's just putting it out there like we're gonna be down here we're gonna investigate um you know do whatever we're gonna be in your 
your area. And it didn't seem as provocative as he usually is. Like he wasn't like, I'm going to, you know, beat you. Or like, <laughs> he doesn't say that, but you know what I mean? He, he wasn't as like in your face. But then Nick said he saw something like kind of across, you know, the way like uh, he saw something walk by or, like a shadow or whatever. And Des, Des Brogan <laughs> was like, you'll just challenge him. <laughs> I can't do the exit. He was like, you just challenged Mr. Boots. <laughs> Get an activity. And then Zach gets all excited and he's just like, that's the way we do it. <laughs> And I kind of want to emphasize this part because he he like rubs his chest and he's like, that's the way we do it. He's just so proud of himself and the crew for being uh, the antagonizers that they are to get the evidence that they get. But yeah, these cheesy one liners uh, are really good. Well, it makes for a great show. Oh, for sure. You know, like there's a reason they're the number one show on Travel Channel. (laughs) I mean, come and on. this is it right here. <laughs> so that that was um, really funny and fun and cool, but a little bit skimpy on the scare because we didn't see like what Nick saw, but it was still a really cool moment. Oh, yeah, definitely. I had a skimpy that happened. Now, we've mentioned Des Brogan. Now, uh, really quick, Des Brogan was the first man down in the vaults after they had been rediscovered at around 1985, 88, I think is what they say on the show. Um, So he goes down there after nearly 100 years of these vaults being closed, and he's telling them stories. And and one of the stories is that a a dog, people either hear a dog run up or kind of rub against their leg, um, and he calls it the shaggy dog and and zach gets excited about that but later on in the episode aaron apparently hears a dog kind of whine or yelp and um whelp whelp (laughs) a whining yelp (laughs) (laughs) so that's what we get with the dog and i didn't really hear it that well and i don't know so for me it was a skimpy i wasn't too pumped up about the ghost dog yeah same here i i do think it was cool that they kind of confirmed that that legend or story or whatever but not being able to be a part of it yeah. <laughs> or like really hear like a, a class a vp of it was yeah. a, a bit of a bummer like but. i want to hear yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i didn't get that like scooby-doo over here <laughs> <laughs> so that's a skimpy scam <laughs> One that I put under skimpy, but I don't know. It, it was kind of cool um, when Zach got a little blurry, like Aaron had like a camera malfunction. Um, I thought that one was kind of cool because they only took um, like candle lights down into the vaults um, pre-investigation and they were down there with Des. And Des, Des and Zach have candles, but, but Zach looks like a little blurry. Like he has yeah. like a... A fuzzy, soft filter aura, <laughs> like you know, soap opera, you know, lens. But you see Des right next to him also through Aaron's camera, and he doesn't have that glow. Right, yeah. So it's kind of like something is hovering around, around Zach, Zach or something weird. It, it was strange. Yeah. And then Nick's camera, I mean, not Nick, sorry, Aaron. Aaron's camera goes out. Yeah, that's the cool part for me always, because we talk about tech um, and that's always something that's exciting because they, you know, it's said in, in paranormal investigations that 
and the ghosts will drain the energy of the equipment around them to kind of make noise or, or take form and or yeah you know, to become pre- stronger yeah exactly yeah. and if you've seen the movie ghost that's a thing too right yeah. patrick swayze he's practicing how to knock over a paper and the guy's like focus on your energy yeah. <laughs> and uh you Molly, know you in danger girl <laughs> so that ghost so mr boots was focusing in on the energy and he and he wiped that camera out and i thought that was really cool so yeah it, it was yeah somewhere in the middle it, it was cool it was interesting it may be a good transition into honorables. I don't think I have any more skimpies. What yeah, about you? no, I, I think so. Yeah, all right. I think that's a good one to lead with uh, in honorables. We mentioned Jax and, and one of my honorable haunts is we get some really good EMF spikes throughout the episode, but there's one moment where they uh, get a little spikage. Um, I want to say up to 10 uh, on the meter, and it also picks up on EVP of a child's voice. So that could go hand in hand with this ghost of Jack, uh, this little kid who was missing um, around 1810. So that was a good one for me. Anytime we get a little kid voice or a little kid shadow or a little kid anything, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, Yeah. because they scare me. Little kid stuff is (laughs) always scary. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, so that was a good one for me. (laughs) Um, I guess somewhere in between skimpy and honorable would be that six minutes of dragging noises that they heard. Yeah. that was weird. Definitely bizarre. Although as a viewer, I would have liked to hear a little bit more. Yeah. Um, again, I do think that a part of the reason that some of these are so skimpy is that their tech is so rudimentary. Mm-hmm. At this point, it really is just these three guys. It's just Zach, Nick and Aaron. Later on, they get like Billy and Jay and like, a you know, a f- video photographer. And yeah, like they like get an like actual a, crew. A real like, yeah. <laughs> expansive crew. And you have a lot more sound equipment. You have a lot more high tech equipment, sensitive um, sound capturing devices. And right now we really don't. Um, so it kind of makes me sad. I wish that they had like the cool high tech stuff at this point because we probably would have heard that dragging a lot more intensely. But in this episode, we didn't. <laughs> so, but but it was six full minutes. Like, what the yeah. heck was that? That yeah. was crazy. The guys are freaking out the whole time, and I and I think that leads to another kind of uh, honorable haunt with the. Um, so, I don't think we mentioned Nick felt something on his ear. Oh yeah, he right? did. He did. So he, I think weren't they outside of Mister Boots' vault? Yes, they were outside Mister Boots' vault, um, and then we get an actual orb. Um, or light anomaly (laughs) come out and uh and then nick starts feeling something on his ear the emf reader goes off and spikes to like 20 plus and then zach starts freaking out and he's like i'm being touched and and everyone just kind of goes crazy for a little while except aaron aaron's just kind of recording nothing (laughs) smiling aaron (laughs) because he's so pure (laughs) but uh nick and and zach are like freaking out and uh and that one was a fun one to watch yeah i like that one because we get the like zach's back is to mr boots vault and then you get the night the light anomaly that goes from the vault like to zach's neck mm-hmm. which was crazy because they were like i know that nick was feeling things on his ear yeah i think you said yeah yeah so that one was a good one um what else did we have i feel like there's a couple more in this episode yeah well the biggest one was um the teddy bear the teddy bear and that was they always do this to us especially in the earlier seasons yeah um where they give us the biggest bestest piece (laughs) right at the very end and like the credits start rolling (laughs) 
<laughs> but it was that teddy bear they put down a trigger object. Oh yeah, trying to get Jack to come out and play. <laughs> and, and he did. Oh boy, showed up and you see the bear and I think they said like 30 minutes into recording that bear, nothing's happening and then you see the bear kind of lift slightly and like pivot a little. Um, so that was really cool to see because there's nothing around and that bear sitting still for 30 plus minutes and then all of a sudden uh, a move and, and that's scary. That sure. was so freaky. Like, oh my God, if I saw like a teddy bear move like that on its own, oh hell no. Oh yeah. Man. Oh yeah, no. I'm out of there for sure. But that was really good evidence. And I think for I think definitely the biggest honorable haunt was that was that teddy bear in this episode. Uh, really good EVPs. And something I kind of want to circle back to it uh, was talking about Zach becoming more kind of empathetic. Oh, in yeah. this episode. Right. Like we see the guys. I mean, they've been slapped at this point. They feel cold spots. But Zach starts saying things like I'm feeling weird or I'm like he's starting to feel more things internally. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, we kind of made a note of that as them opening up a little bit more. And I think Nick gets a headache. Yeah, he uh, does. So they're starting to open up, I think, yeah. and kind of allow themselves to really experience or feel uh, that energy. Um, yeah, definitely both Zach and Nick, because like you said, they're both getting headaches. They're feeling things. They're noticing that their their emotions are being taken over mm-hmm. and and just more of like that body sensory stuff. Yeah. And uh, you know 20 years late like 20 seasons <laughs> later um they're so much more in tune with you know possessions or like yeah. ghosts taking them over and right now they're just like little babies <laughs> <laughs> and they're barely getting those hints and and figuring out how to navigate that so yeah they're growing their like empathic powers yeah <laughs> and it was really cool to kind of see that so yeah, yeah i feel like you know as we go on um nick definitely grows a little faster than zach does because i remember you know before he left the show being like dang nick's getting crazy you know evidence and he's so sensitive (laughs) you know like he just knows that you know the ghosts are attracted to him they'd come right to him but at this point he him and zach are a lot alike yeah they're they're like the same guy they're they're both like angry dude one antagonizer and and Aaron's just like this little set, like not a uh, scared dude, like he's scared all the time, but he's just so sweet and innocent, but he's just like, nah, I'm ready to go. <laughs> so I don't think that Aaron really develops those like powers. Yeah. But he's definitely good bait oh, because sure. he's scared and he gives off those scared vibes. And so that I think oh, is yeah. why the ghosts go for Aaron. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. They pick up on his energy. And yeah. He's like, does not want to be down there. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because he makes some faces while Zach's kind of antagonizing or being like, Mr. Boots, is that you down there? And, and then you kind of see Aaron's face like, oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He kind of smiles, but kind of freaks out. But it's uh, it's really good. And it's just classic. Classic Aaron Goodwin. Classic Aaron. <laughs> Someone's vulnerable. <laughs> Looking at my list, I think that's all I had for honorables and skimpies of the episode. Yeah, I think so too. But um, I don't know. I do feel like there was that moment. You you had already mentioned it about the EMF spikes. Yeah. That one was cool because, you know, Zach was like, I have a base of two, I have a base of two. You know, he kept kind of repeating that. 
and then it went from like two to eight and then to 10 and then to 20. (laughs) (laughs) It was just a really good showmanship and moment of like trying to get like your heart rate up and stuff. And I think that they're just so good at like keeping the audience like at the edge of their seat. You know, And I just wanted to mention they have really good showmanship. They always do. I feel like I always mention that, but Again, this They're is consistent. why Ghost Adventures is number one, okay? Like, oh, they're so the best. Yeah. But yeah, that was all. But you, you're right. I think that I think that was all the good, the good juicy stuff. Oh, yeah. I guess that means it's time for a little Zach fashion. Fashion time. Zach's fashion for <laughs> I just love laughing with that guy. He's just having a good time. I imagine him looking like, you know, your classic like white dude devil thing with like the pointy chin beard oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like a widow's peak <laughs> and like a Dracula cape and there's like fog and there's oh, like a woman screaming. <laughs> That's what's happening in my mind. And now our listeners will never not see that when we do Zach's fashion faux us. Sorry. I'm glad we could paint these pictures for you all. Let's paint another one. <laughs> this episode. Zach, of course, is rocking an affliction tee. Very on theme. Very on theme. On brand. And we love it. We appreciate it. This one here had a huge cross and usually it's off to like the left or the right on one of his uh, chesticles but this was right mid chest huge covered like the whole torso of the shirt it was <laughs> very impressive beautiful beadwork uh, it was uh really something jazzy i think off to the side uh, i'm guessing it's his right shoulder it was kind of like this swirly looking design. And if you're a nerd, it looked like some artistic take of the Death Star. So it was really weird <laughs> I didn't catch to that. see like this uh, Death Star looking thing. And then this huge cross right on Zach's chest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Leah knows what the Death Star looks like because she's a nerd. All right. Oh, that oh, was not a that ouch. was not. No, I'm just saying that you saying like if you're a nerd, like that wasn't like a shoot down. That was like if you're one of us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It was really cool to see. And then, of course, he's wearing his baggy, dark denim. And I'm always going to say it. I just think Zach skips leg day, y'all. Like, his pants are just so big. And I think he thinks it makes him look proportioned. It's just really weird to look at. Um, Back to, like, his T-shirt. I, I liked the the Catholic-looking cross thing. I felt like it was perfect for the Edinburgh episode because of all, like, the Celtic crosses everywhere. I feel like he does kind of pick out, you know, the the right shirt for the (laughs) right episode. I feel like there's a good amount of thought that goes into it. And I really appreciate that. Um, (laughs) I was like, oh, there's a theme here. Oh, yeah. Um, But on those pants, okay, Mm. so... I don't know if you remember these. <laughs> I used to wear like those big Jinko ass looking things. Yes. Um, they were called Kit Girls. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget. <laughs> okay, whatever. I had some Kit Girls. <laughs> 
and Zach's pants reminded me of them because they looked like shiny almost, kind of mm. like glittery denim. Yeah. And I remember I had some from Hot Topic <laughs> <laughs> that were like glittery denim. And I remember them being just so unforgiving. <laughs> like they, they were so tight because I was such a fat kid. But I really wanted to shop at Hot Topic. <laughs> and I just could not breathe in them. Oh my goodness. Like, I just remember them being really heavy and thick. Yeah, because you're wearing metal <laughs> denim. Yeah, yeah like, I guess so. I guess metallic so. denim. Well, I felt like Zach was wearing my kit girls, okay? <laughs> like, that's what they looked like to me. When I saw them, I had mad flashbacks. So I was like, what? Is that why you were crying? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that makes so much sense. <sighs> Outside of those metallic jeans and that beaded cross t-shirt, the guys are pretty consistent. Um, but it's always fun to talk about. Zach's still rocking the pointy hair. Aaron still got his sickness goatee going on. Uh, Nick's pretty basic. Yeah. I've, although I did, um, like, unironically really like Zach's, like, bomber-esque style jacket that he wore. Ooh, yeah. That was fucking sleek. Yeah. Okay? That's, like, a tiny preview of, mm. like the Zach to come. Like, oh, yeah. It's like a Pokemon. He's like in the <laughs> lower level. Like, he's going to evolve into ultimate bay. And right Ooh. now we're in baby stage. Yeah. But that bomber jacket was awesome. It's a taste. It was beautiful. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's rocking that, talking to that Matrix guy. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a good jacket. But yeah, not the uh, pretty simple fashions, but always a good time. I I just love the affliction tees, and I, I and I don't care that they wear them all the time, especially Zach mainly. Um, I love talking about each and every one because each and every one is just so beautifully unique. Yeah, just like the episode, you know, it's it's great. Like you said, you made a good point. They kind of go hand in hand, so they need to be discussed. Yeah, <laughs> and when we hit an episode when there's not one, I'm, I think I'm gonna be sad. <laughs> it'll be noticeable right now yeah. yeah it'll definitely oh this was the pivot like yeah. this was the the change up and but, i'm not ready but again you know it's a part of the evolution you know right. into ultimate zach base <laughs> <laughs> and i'm ready i'm so ready but uh that's all i had for zach's fashion for us yeah i think so too excellent so with the haunts the history the fashion is it time to rate this baby oh man at that time already that went by so fast i know it was fun yeah rate it <laughs> <laughs> well jeez, <Yeah>. my mistake jacko beam <laughs> okay let's see overall i think i would give this baby don't be mad at me please don't be mad at me oh my god i'm gonna give it three claws <laughs> i am not mad i went 3.5 claws okay i priced this righted you in like one cent, <laughs> right like i said 3.5 claws i think some okay like I, we got some good stuff but it wasn't as exciting as what we've already seen like in the mm -hmm. um the penitentiary, the pen penitentiary or yeah, yeah you know all these things happening and it just wasn't as as good as some of the previous episodes so 3.5 claws yeah and I think it's so interesting. Um, I feel like, I mean, I would love to know why they picked this place for the first place to leave the, oh, States, the States for. Um, they mentioned that it's the most haunted place like in the world or some yeah. shit, you know. And, and I'm a little sad, like for them, that they decided to go here and, and it didn't. 
really blow us out of the water yeah you know yeah because they go to some places that aren't the most haunted places on earth or whatever they get such great stuff yeah um so yeah i I gave it three for the same reasons it was cool to to go somewhere with so many cool myths and legends it was a beautiful Mm. location really spooky looking um the locals really served up (laughs) those performances (laughs) and the storytelling oh yeah um it was a great episode but as it just overall you know they they find so much better evidence out in the world so yeah yeah so i'll give it three yeah yeah no i respect it definitely we're pretty aligned in that rating um feeling a little heavy it might be a <laughs> time to wash this baby down <laughs> let's call on our friend nancy see what she's doing hail to the guardians of the watchtowers of the east the powers of air and invention hear me good thanks it's like, nance it's like taking a drink of a cold sprite and it just hits you you're like ah, that's good oh that's good make that lemon face Woo. Ooh, it burns my back of my throat but it feels good all at the same time i love it we're almost done with our first season yeah. review of ghost adventures how crazy oh man it's a good time it's been fun <laughs> But yeah, so we hope to see you next time. For now, we'll be signing off with two besitos from these putitos.